I'm surprised you didn't want to wear your merchandise today. I am wearing my merch. You're, you received a new merch in the mail. <laughs> well, I don't want to match. Why? Why? Huh? Because why? Because then we're going to look like we're... Freaking, Brother and sister. No, we're like pit crew. We're like Red Bull pit crew over here. I would be pit crew for you any day. Um, <laughs> every time we go somewhere. So just a little bit of background, okay? So we're Indian. Uh, right when we go to Punjabi events, they, hey, I think they can tell. I don't know, whatever. Dude's wearing a turban and a beard over here. <laughs> I'm Indian, and also um, my skin is not like white. <laughs> so we're Punjabi, and when we go to like any type of like weddings, parties for you know people in our families or yeah. friends. I always ask him, I'm like, can you match me? Like um, our outfits, like I see people do it. We have sister-in-laws, we've got cousins, family, friends, everybody who does it. And the reason that Cam gives every single time for why he won't match me is... You look like brother and sister. Says nobody ever. I want to pull on says this. Says me. I want to pull on this, says okay? Says me. So I don't believe that, um, but we that's okay. Like no, we don't. We don't. We don't. We're kind of matching right now. We well, don't look I don't like brothers. I don't want to look like Red Bull Pit Crew over here. That's fine. This is the Red Bull Pit Crew I will be. I will be. This is the F1 my life. I will podcast. be Red Bull Pit Crew any day. Christian Horner, call me for a job. I'm representing Thank Red you. Bull too. I got my I got my hoodie on, bro. That's great. I know. I look great on you. They need the support you. right now. Hardcore. They do. Hardcore. I went through a series of emotions today. Um, it was very loud in our house. It so, was. I love it though. It, it was, was amazing. Great. Welcome to the F1 My Life podcast with Cam and Bria. Bria and Cam. And my <laughs> we love. are your hosts. I'm um, your host. And we just watched. Just my co host. We just watched the Brazilian Sao Grand Paulo. Prix. Actually, that's true. It's called the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. It's, Sao no, Paulo. Lo it's no longer called the Brazilian. Los they were, Lagos. They were mentioning that in the, uh, in the commentary. Brazil. Um, we just watched that electrifying Grand Prix. It was actually a crazy race it's been a weekend. It's been, yeah, it's been a crazy week. Red leather, yellow leather. It's been a crazy race weekend. Yeah, dude. There was a lot. There was there was a lot that went on, not only from like a racing standpoint, but like a team standpoint. I wanted to do the podcast like two days ago. Like yeah. this is there was, literally there was where like we definitely were. tons that that happened. Um, I guess like let's start with like how we usually do. So the Grand Prix happened. Let's start. So this particular Grand Prix was also um, a sprint quality, as you guys probably saw. Um, oh, it was. Which is like, I don't know, what do you think about Sprint Quality? Let's I, just start there. I still don't love it. I understand it. It's not that it doesn't conceptually make sense to me. It's yeah. just, I don't love it. It's not, it's not my favorite thing. I just really enjoy Quality the way that it is. And I just think it's unnecessary amounts of damage to the cars. I mean, there's a risk of damage, obviously. And I don't think it's like financially responsible if they're trying to go like financially less because for True. for teams like Haas or Williams or Alfa Romeo, even who have a lower um, amount of budgeting that they can do, like those are the cars that usually end up in problems. And yeah. I just, I don't know. Well, an interesting to that point is like, you know how Mercedes is having to swap out the engines now? Yeah. Like depending on how many sprints you do like that does degrade the engine yeah. obviously anytime you race it degrades the engine a little bit so they're only like they're only literally like three races away mm -hmm. and you're seeing teams like swapping engines quite a bit now because it's not just a qual it's not a quality what they are going to call it next year is going to be like a sprint race yeah because that's what it is it's yeah. a sprint race yeah it's a race yeah and even i don't know crofty was it Crofty or 
Martin Brundle, who maybe said, like, he's like, why do they even, he's like, they should just call it a race. Brundle, Brundle. He's like, that's what it is. It's a race. So why don't they just call it a race? Yeah. And I kind of agree with that. Um, I don't know. Like, they're like, and I kind of mentioned this to you as well. I was like, if they're going to just, because the whole, they said the whole point of doing sprints is to make F1 more exciting. If you want to make it more exciting with races, just do more races. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like. Like, it's like two races. It's essentially like half of a race in a weekend. Yes, 100% like, I agree. Uh, I don't, like... I just, I don't... I guess maybe that's what they're doing. But it's like, you know, you know. here's here's my thoughts on this too, actually. Um, if you're going to do, like... If you're going to take all the risks of a race, mm-hmm. they should be awarded the same points for it as well. That's what I'm saying. The risk to reward does not match up. I think we talked about this once. Yeah. You're awarding three... Po- like... What's the point in the rest of the grid even pushing? I yeah. mean, I get it because it's what it's the lineup for the race. Like I understand this whole. So you point. have to do it. You, it's like it's perfect actually if you think about it. Like the whole point is to push everyone to their limit because you don't want to end up starting in P twenty, Mazepin. Um, but it's like you have to push, and your reward isn't necessarily like all there. There's no. I have to sneeze. That's why I'm like. <laughs> That's why you're pausing for dramatic <laughs> pausing effect. Pausing for dramatic effect. The, yeah, I, the the other thing is is like I mean no one I don't think anyone would do this but you could like intentionally like just touch somebody and puncture their tire. But you, you would know? get like a huge penalty for it because. Yeah, mean, but then again, it's like you know you have to be able to prove that that actually happened. But I don't know the sprint format. I, my prediction is I don't think it's gonna stay. They tried it. It's an interesting thing. You know why but, it's there, though? So to promote more viewership through the weekend. Yeah, but then I don't understand. It's like, do... I, I just don't think that makes sense. I think if you're going to make them race, it's a race. If yeah. it's not... If it's quality, it's quality. If it's a race, it's a race. And that's as simple as way. it is. It doesn't matter how many laps you do it for. It's a, a race. race is a race. A race is a race. Yeah, quality is quality. Like, it makes sense, like, why it's called qualification. But... My other thing with that is like the amount of tires that we're using, the entire like amount of fuel and like we're getting the pit crew like all jazzed up and their argument, one of the arguments that I was reading for doing a sprint is like it really helps the pit crew to like like work harder and I'm like, but we don't pit. We don't pit like at all. Like we're basically getting to the grid and that's it. Like yeah. that's really all we're doing here. Um, so no, we're not pitting. It's, it's more work for the mechanics. That's truly what I feel it is because, you know, there's bound to be damage. There's bound to be, um, carbon fiber that comes off the cars. It's just a bigger expense. And to be honest with you, I think that it's super interesting and super disrespectful that the, for the F1 is trying to be more financially responsible while doing sprint quality, like make it make sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. It costs more. I feel to do sprint quality than it does to do a typical traditional qualification. Um, because there's, it's unlikely that you have all 20 drivers on the grid at one point throughout the course of a quality versus on sprint quality, you always do unless someone DNFs. So with all that said, I think yeah. this is something they're just trying to test and figure out if it makes sense. Oh, I lost my little bumper, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, you lost your, uh, you lost your wind muff. That's going to make a lot of noise. Sorry. There you go. Throw it back on there. It's like, <laughs> most likely that's what it sounds Sorry. like. Do I still have mine on? Can you guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. 
<laughs> you should do audiobooks. You have a nice voice. Do I? Yeah. Do you have an audiobook voice? You have an audiobook voice. You could do all the different, like, characters. Let's not get off track. What characters? Like, you know, we're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. Like, I don't know. Like, you could do Harry, Hermione, and Ron all in one. I would want to do Draco Malfoy. No, <laughs> I know you Because I just want to be like, Harry Potter. That's like... The acting in that movie is so Ridiculously extra. over, over It's so top. cringy. Even when no, I, it's not even cringy. when I, No, even when I came out, I'm like, the acting in these movies. But they were like new actors. It's like, they were just like, you know, always like crying. And I, it's just like I beg to... I, I it's not disagree. like a British thing though, like the overacting. I think it is. I mean, look at Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> He's just very animated. No. I mean, they're very different from Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> you donut! No one's calling anyone a donut. You know? Why are we going off on these crazy things? I don't know. You started at this time. Um, so, Sprint quality, man. So, yeah. that's. I guess that's what we think about it overall. The actual sprint qualification for Brazil. So, um... They do so they do real quality, right? And then they do sprint or is it the, no yeah, that's yeah, how it goes, real right? Quality. So and let's just sprint. get the results. You got the results up there. Um I Let's don't just results. yet. I'm gonna grab them right Brazil. now. Brazil. I just love when there's three different ones. It's so they yeah, so they do regular quality that determines the sprint grid and then they do sprint so, quality. Like, okay. Quali itself was interesting, okay? Like it was interesting because Max, so the Red Bulls were not expected to be strong or they were expected to be strong here, but they weren't expected to be like so crazy strong. I'm hearing like conflicting stuff. I thought Red Bull said that they are good in the last few circuits. They did, but the straight line speed of the Mercedes is very powerful as yeah. we saw from the entire weekend. Yeah. And so it was kind of insane because Hamilton was putting up times in Q3 that were just like stupid fast, like ridiculously fast, like unnecessarily fast. Um, he was like a full like quarter of a second off of Verstappen and Verstappen was trying so hard. Um, it was it was interesting to see quality the way it happened, but ultimately it was Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, Perez. So that's our top four. Gasly, Sainz, Leclerc, Norris, Ricardo. I thought it was interesting because we are seeing this very similarly again where we're we're coupling off the teams. So we had like Mercedes. Or no, oh no, you mean they're staying together. They were staying together previously. Now it was like every other. So it's like Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, Perez. Gasly was just in a world of his own. He didn't have a partner to play with. And then it was like Sainz, Leclerc, uh, Norris, Ricardo. So you had a buddy system going on, going into sprint quality. That was like a huge thing I remember Martin Brindle talking about. You kind of need that bundle. And then Alonzo Ocon as well. Like it's, you had yeah, a buddy system. Yeah, everyone was paired. Mm -hmm. um, can I, since we're on this topic mm -hmm. and you brought up that Gasly's on his own, what do you think happens to Yuki? Because clearly, like, let's be real, man. Let's be real here. Yuki's been struggling this year. Yuki is still doing better than most Alpha um, Tori drivers. He's struggling. I mean, I don't have all the results from last year, whatever it may be, but like, he's struggling, man. I mean, he is. And and the fact, like, to your point, I just thought this is like Gasly is. Look at this all the way down the grid, right? Within three positions, you have like Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren, mm -hmm. right? Alpine. Um, Vettel and Stroll are like split. You got Sonoda sitting there, then Raikkonen, 
the Williams, and then the Haas. So it's like, the way I look at this is I'm like, okay, they got the same, they, it's straightforward. They got the same car mm-hmm. in AlphaTauri, right? Yep. One guy's in P4, the other guy's P12. How right. does that happen? Fine, then explain Mercedes. Bottas is significant. He's even today, we yeah, heard but look at the quality. car. I'm just saying, but the car itself, like, you can't say that. You can't. At, but the thing is, at least Bottas can, like, hold his own when it comes to racing. Like, he'll get I in know. P2 or no, P3. I understand. You know what I mean? I understand. If Lewis is in P1, if they, I feel like if they struggle and if nothing extraordinary happens, mm-hmm. they're usually together. But when you have drivers who are far apart, and you see this with Norris and Ricardo as well on some races, Ricardo started to improve quite a bit into these latter races, but. For the most part, when the season started, it was Norris, like, way up and Ricardo way in the bottom. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know. For me, and this is just going, like, you know, a little more further ahead, I think AlphaTauri's going to make some moves when it comes to Yuki. Because Gasly is, like, performing pretty well. He is. Um, I don't know. And we'll see how, you know, Perez seems pretty good. I think they may. I'd be curious to see if they swap him and Gasly. That would be interesting. Perez and uh, no, Pierre. No, I don't think they would. I don't think they would. Verstappen, or um, Perez is doing amazing. He has been consistent the last three races. Yeah. He has been consistent. Why would they put an Alpha Tori who's in P5 when you've got Perez in P4, P3, or P2? Like, there's no point. Because there's an Alpha Tori in P5. That's my point, right? So they would want to bring he's... him up? He's in an AlphaTauri. Alpha, which one's the better car? The Red Bull the or Red the AlphaTauri? He's one position behind Perez in qualifying in an AlphaTauri. Okay, look at the times. So I'm just like, yeah, so it's 109, 109.1 on Q1 for Perez, 109.3. Look He's, at the quality like Q3. Right? Yeah, this is identical. Q2 is 108.9, 108.9 for both of them. Okay, I mean, and Perez, yeah, sure. Last one, he's 108.4. I just don't think Gasly is well, as consistent as Perez is. I just don't think he's as consistent. If he can demonstrate that he can be as consistent, meaning he continues this through the rest of the season, then yeah, we'll talk about it. But until then, I don't agree. I don't know. I feel like he's shown The last that. three races, yes, he has. But como he, like he came from Monza with P1 and then was DNF'd the next time. For making a careless move. Yeah. You know, you have to see the development of these drivers as well. And you have to see, is Perez more suited in a Red Bull? Will he go further? Or do you think, you know, Gasly is the the one of AlphaTauri. Is he going to be happy being P2 to to Verstappen? Verstappen? I mean, I guess we'll never know. We can always speculate as to where he will actually end up. No, so all of that aside, though, you know, Quali was interesting. I also thought Quali was interesting because the track temperature was very cold. It was like 16 degrees. And it was going to be hotter for the race. And it was hotter for the race. So the tire degradation comes into effect. So I know Max said something about that because he was like, I'm not too miffed about being P2. Um, but it obviously didn't play as much of a role. So, so uh, qualifying goes off and we finish with Hamilton in first, Verstappen splitting the Red Bulls in second. Mm-hmm. Bottas, Perez, uh, Gasly again. And we've been talking about this in the podcast, how Gasly's like, hasn't been talked about too much, but he's like doing pretty amazing for himself. Yeah. Um, Science Leclerc, shout out to the Ferraris, Norris, Ricardo, Alonso, Ocon, and the usual suspects um, filling up the bottom mid to bottom of the grid. Yeah. Um, so or then... the pack, I should say. So 
quali happens. Right? Quali happens, and then sprint quali, you get to pick your own tires. And we start Brazil, Los Lagos sprint quali, with Max on mediums. And he got like a, he got a good start. Yeah. But not a great start compared to Batas, who like flew off the line. But before we get to sprint quali, actually, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. So this is the news that happened, right? So the news that happened on our Friday night to Saturday morning was, one, there is an issue with the Mercedes rear, rear, rear wing that when it's open for DRS, when the DRS is open, there's supposed to be like a minimum gap and a maximum gap. Okay. And so the minimum gap was fine, but the maximum gap, it was bigger than what it was supposed to be by than like, what, than what was allowed by the FIA. By the FIA. But it was, it was minuscule, but nonetheless, it was bigger. So the stewards had called Hamilton and of course the team, like a team representative in to speak to them. And after Quali, this is the second story, Max decided that he would be a child. So I guess first things first, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is um, Mercedes were going to swap the engine mm -hmm. on Lewis. This was before everything they announced this. So he was going to receive a five spot grid penalty for that. Mm -hmm. So, so even he's if he, dealing with that yeah, as so is, right? So even if he qualified first, which is what he did, he would be dropped. He'd be start to sixth. Fifth, yeah, sixth. Sorry. So he'd be starting sixth. So we all knew that that was going to happen. Hamilton coming back from you know P six is kind of like ridiculously nice. Um, that's just like the rule, the way it goes if you're swapping out your um, your engine. So then you slap this onto there as well, right? This story about the DRS, um, the rear wing. And then the third thing that of course happens is Max touches the exact questionable part on Hamilton's car on 44 the after guy, Quali. The guy gets out of the car after Quali, walks over to Hamilton's car and just like, is like, I don't know, man. I don't know what he's thinking. And I was like saying like, I don't know if it's just because he's like, Kind of just like, you know, weird and awkward and walks around with this weird looking face and stuff. I know. That's not even... <laughs> no, it's just like... No, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just joking. But like, he, he's just like so... Sometimes I feel like with Verstappen, he's so like in the zone that he doesn't even like... And I think Verstappen's like a, like a very analytical, cerebral yes. driver. And it's just like, he doesn't think about it. When he wants to analyze and look at something, he just goes and does it without thinking. And it's like, dude, like... For me, I was just like, you don't go up and touch anybody's car, period. Like, you don't, like, who are you to touch? Like, it's like somebody coming up, like, if I'm shooting and somebody comes and touches my camera, it's like, uh, you can't touch my camera, bro. Like, that's not allowed. Even musicians do this with their instruments. I agree. It's a huge problem if you go and touch a musician's instrument without their, you know, without them telling you it's okay. So, like... No idea why the guy did that. I mean, okay, so this is the other portion of this that I have to say that I like did a little research on. What? I did not do my warm ups today. Did a little research on. So, um, Park Ferme, which is after Quali is done, when the cars are literally like you don't work on the cars, there's like a lot of these rules about what you can and cannot do to the cars without the stewards of the FIA's input on it. You're like assigned someone who literally like overlooks and watches you doing this. Um, there's rules about what you can and can't do. And Park Ferme has not been very well 
um, surveillance is, I guess, the best word to use yeah. in the past. And so apparently this is something that has happened before, but it's not very much enforced. And I think the reason that this is such a big deal is because the DRS wing was already like the, the, the band, the width of it was already in question. And that is what Max was touching. So I think that had this not been in question already, and had we not been in this part of the championship, I wonder if this would have even been a conversation because what the stewards were saying, if you read their three page report, this has happened before, I guess Vettel, I think it was like back in 2018 or something. And I think I remember seeing this is like everyone goes around and they kind of like look at and stuff and, and, you know, lay a hand or touch things. Not everyone, but like, it's kind of like, they're very intrigued. They're very cerebral people. And for them, it's like, um, they're like little mechanics in their head. Right. So it's not uncommon for this to have occurred. I think it's because of the context that that's why this came into question. So early on Saturday morning, we found out two things. So um, the stewards saw the two drivers separately and they made their decision about Max's um, indiscretion, I guess, first. And his was a 50,000 pound fine that he needed to pay. And in the report and all over social media, it was like un likely that Max's touch Affected. could have affected the functioning of Lewis's car or anything. And then Lewis's kind of um, indiscretion came up. It was a lot more conversation, obviously. They had a lot of different evidence. They had a lot of conversations. And what the ruling was is that they don't, the stewards did not believe it was an intentional, like, um, indiscretion. They believe that due to the use of this rear wing that that's why this problem came into place and that they don't feel that this is an overarching problem but they're not just willing to say oh mercedes work on it figure it out before the race they had to make a ruling that this was a problem um and they also did say that it's unlikely and lewis's representative also said in this in the context that it was unlikely that max's handling of the car affected the driving of the car and they handed him a dis- they handed Lewis a disqualification. So he was disqualified from quali. So he went from first to twentieth. Yeah. He was handed a twenty place grid penalty. Yeah, and and this just kind of came into my head. But when he was like saying like, "Oh, I was given a twenty-five. You weren't given a twenty-five. You were given 20. You earned that Be- other five. Y- yeah. Well, no, because like. It's not like you you he went up five spots and then had to go back again. Yeah. Like you, the maximum you can go down. You can be given a one hundred grid penalty, but it's twenty. It's only twenty. Yeah, really. I understand. That. So it's like it's only a twenty it's place. Dramatic, yeah, he was just being like it wasn't twenty five because then you would have finished six. Not you know whatever. So relax. Um, <laughs> Lewis, Breathe Lewis, in. relax. <laughs> Breathe out. Hey, bro. Hey, we got it. We got. It. Hey, we got it. But we'll get to why um, Still we, we rise, both, you know? We will get to why we both admire Lewis so much in a couple minutes. Still we rise. So that's the flower joke, love. We're in the different When podcast. I was making pizza dough, I had expired yeast that I was making the pizza dough with. But you know what? Still we rise. I don't know what to do in these cases. Um... It's a good joke, it man. It was so funny when you said it. It's a good it. joke. It was so funny. I laughed for days when he said it. I laughed for like. Three <laughs> yeah, days. you. You're over I here was, acting like. 
No, I like you legitimately, I laughed for like three days. Like every single day I told Cam, I'm like, you need to make this into a reel or something. Cause I was like crying. <laughs> Still we rise. Crying laughing. Um, um, so Lewis gets a disqualified because of this. Um, Verstappen, it later comes out that he is fined 50,000 euros for touching the car, which I think is pretty fitting. Um, it wasn't an indiscretion on the team. So I was like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. And the team didn't tell him to go do whatever the hell he did. Um, I think it makes sense that he got some sort of fine. I don't know how they determined the fines or whatever it may be, but I kind of figured, I was like, I think it's going to be something on this staff you said that. doing something like so, that. So funny, though, after all of this happened. I mean, not only did the memes come out, but the drivers were making jokes about it. Like, it <laughs> yeah. was like Vettel made a joke about it. He's like, I'm going to go touch Lewis's car. And his uh, <laughs> race like, director don't even was like, think don't about you it. dare. I've heard it's very expensive. And he's like, what if I touch the front? front. Maybe it'll be 25,000 yeah. euros instead of 50. Seb's jokes, though, He's man. so funny. He has also touched cars before, though. Yeah. Um, he loves looking inside those cars. He's, he's, like, all about it. But they all do it. This is what I meant to say. They all look at each other's I don't think, tires. Th I think they look they at look, them. They look, but they shouldn't touch Max. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think I've seen... I think I've seen Max get out of the car and look at other people's, people's tires. Peepers? Peepers? Any peepers, is he next to get in the car and look at the, like, do you notice I just started talking like that when I put my glasses on? Next to get in the car and see other people's tires. You sound like such a little nerd. I know, man. That's what I sounded like. Okay. That's what I was trying to go so for weird. there. You got it. Hey, Pri, you got it. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Um, I've seen him, like, get out of the car and look at uh, other driver's tires, but I don't, I don't think I've seen him actually touch another car before. I've seen them kick tires before, yeah. which I think is touching. But regardless, literally, I was like brushing my teeth. I think it was like yesterday morning, and I was like yelling through the toothpaste, and I was like, "Why did he have to touch it?" Like, it's just it's. Well, like, that was before we knew it was just going to be a fine. No, I know because we thought maybe it would have been some kind of grid penalty or something. So then, of course, you know, for sprint quality, then you've got Max starting in P one. And Lewis starting in P20. And that's really all yeah, that matters. Yeah. Because that's where the championship is right now. And if you don't like us talking about Max and Lewis, then come back next year I mean, where there's a different thing. why do people, thing. I mean, like, <laughs> hey, dude, if you're like a Ocon fan, just try <laughs> another podcast. Because, like, we don't really talk about that dude here as much. Um, no, Ocon's cool, man. Yeah. Um, Quali was also interesting <laughs> for one other reason. Because, like... Um, Mazepin, and I, I'm trying to say this with a straight face, but I can't. He, like, had these ambitions that he was gonna... <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's not funny. I felt for the guy. I did. I felt he for him, He was crying. Too. I felt for him, too. I did said you I was... really? I did. You're a Mazepin fan now? I'm not wow. a Mazepin fan. I'm hey, not dude, a fan. Hey, we can return this and get you a, a hostage It'll be so want. much cheaper. I think I would spend, like, as much as I spent on this part on the entire jersey. I did feel for him, okay? I want to put that there. But, like, he had these really firm beliefs that he was going to at least out-qualify Mick. Hmm. And it just didn't happen. And it was it was actually really sad to hear him on the radio because he was, he was like, visibly upset. He was audibly upset. Well, the guy gets last every single time. He's and I think that's every time. I think that's what the guy was saying. How he's bad like, is it for your He's content? like, he had success in F2. And um, he's he just... I don't think he wanted to finish every single... Race as the slowest guy on the grid, but that's racing, man. You know, not everyone gets a first place trophy here. This ain't like, 
you know, elementary school. Trophies. Yeah. You know, like how they do, how they do in maybe, schools these days. And maybe that's how people know they're not cut out for F one. I'm not saying he's not. This I, is his first year. I'm no, not saying man. he can't improve. But you're in, you're in car Haas. Improved. Yeah, there's always going to be a slowest car. But I'm just saying, like you know, Grosjean was in Haas, and look at him now. He's yeah, doing but amazing things. yeah, but he's look at him now. He's no longer in Haas. Yeah. And he's doing well. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's how it works, true. man. That's very true. Like if you're in Williams yeah. or Haas, like. You know? Remember when we used to joke about Grosjean putting it in the wall? That those jokes are just like they're they don't yeah. age well. Dude, I remember when that happened and we were just like, I never want to make another Grosjean joke again. I know. But I was just like, he should definitely get out of Formula One. Yeah. Because it was Were we just, podcasting during that time? I don't think we no, I think oh, we started the podcast man. after that season. That would have been amazing to podcast. Yeah. Okay. We've only been doing the podcast for this season. I know. Right? This I is know. the first season It of the feels podcast. like it's been forever. It's like when we got our puppy. It feels like we found him forever, but it's only mm, been three months. Yeah. So, um, Brazil sprint, or Los Lagos, or... So, Lewis was um, going to start sprint in 20th. 20th. Last, on right? the grid. He, he was so slow to get to the end of the grid. I mean, Which it was, was great. like... Because his I think tires were so strategy, fast. And he... Okay, so two two things, right? So Brazil sprint, we'll just call it Brazil sprint. Bottas got away better than Max, even though Max got a pretty yeah. good, like, he whatever. He said he had some kind of issues with gears Gear, there, the, the gear, gear shift. shift when he was, um, essentially, it's like when he hits the paddle to shift the gears, it wasn't reacting as quickly. Yes. So. And then Hamilton, like, darts, like, three cars ahead or four cars ahead. I think they ahead. said before the first turn, he passed four, four cars. cars. Unreal. Which is, like, I get it, okay, before everyone, yeah. like, asks me. Like, I understand Haas and Williams and Alfa Romeo. Like, I get it. But we said the same thing, right? For the first ten cars that he passed, we're like, eh, the first six to eight, it's like, mm. Yeah, Mercedes could make it. Yeah, Mercedes should make it past them pretty quickly. Yeah. But then this is where things get pretty wild. I'll just, like, spoil it here for you all. I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen the race. He made it to sixth. P6. From 20. To P6. From 20 to P6. Okay? Which is kind of crazy if you think about that. You know what I mean? So, um, Bottas kind of... Do you mean P5? No, was it P5? Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. P5. P5, okay? P5, of all things. Oh, yeah, because he started P10. P5. I mean, that's pretty... That's wild. That's 16... Like, you just... You drove your ass off. Like, you... And there were no safety cars. And, like, 24 laps. That was ridiculous. Whatever it was. Right? 24 laps. It was 24 laps. 20 and change laps. So, um, he passed, like, everyone. Um, There was a lot of other... There was, like, a lot of, like, cool, interesting things about, like... Max on signs, like trying to get DRS there from the sprint quality. Um, like Ferrari and uh, Nor- Ferrari and the McLarens were not planning on like holding Hamilton up. Like they were not racing Hamilton. They are yeah. racing each other. Like yeah. it is papaya versus raspberry. And I don't understand like the papaya thing. Like I get papayas are orange, but like it's not the same kind of orange. So now I just call them. They're very descriptive what they call Papaya and raspberry or cherry, whatever. So they're in, they're in their only they're they're just racing themselves each other in the championship. That is it. Um, but sprint quality I think was so interesting for that reason, just because Hamilton started from the back of the grid and made it up to P five. So how we ended sprint quality was Bottas, which is 
freaking ridiculous. He was fast as anything. Verstappen could not catch him. Yep. Verstappen signs Perez Hamilton. Norris, Leclerc, Gasly. Ocon. So if you want to talk about the race, yeah. Ocon, Vettel. So, Top 10, usual suspects in the bottom. Yes, usual suspects in the bottom. And I mean, this is where you can have your conversation about Perez and Ocon, or Perez and um, Gasly if you want. I mean, he was in what, P8 versus Perez and P4. Okay. Don't switch them. Okay. I'll leave Perez alone. It's your boy, I get it. Tickle. I'll leave him, bro. Okay. Um, so, sprint results. We have him as is. And um, then Hamilton gets the... Uh, he has to serve the engine penalty for the race. So, that penalty applies to, like, whatever position he is in when the grid is set for the race itself. So, um, for the actual race, he starts in P10. Which was great. So, all that shit aside, now we're down to actual race day. So, race, man. Max. So, I mean, I guess I guess to start, like, the start of the race, um, you know, you got, like, you got a pretty, you have a decent straight, I guess, and then before it goes into a turn. Um, race starts, and we have, what does Max get ahead? Max got a... An amazing, like, catapult start. Yeah. He had an amazing start. The race beginning was so wild because everybody tried to go wide. Like, everybody just went, instead of it being like this, we were like this. It was really wild to see. So just from the get-go, you know, you max catapulted, and then all of a sudden, Perez just is behind Batas. Like, he's just on Batas's butt. Like, it doesn't matter that Sainz was even there, you know? So Perez was on Bottas, and then Norris kind of tried to, like, mow the lawn. He tried to go on the outside, and, um, I mean, I have to see the replays a little bit. Like, Sainz was saying he got squeezed, and but at the same time, Norris... It seemed like Norris went on the outside and then started floating back into the track without, like, looking correctly. There wasn't too much complaining coming from Norris's end, so I think he actually did screw that up. But he came, like, back in hit signs, um, like just tire to tire, and ended up like getting a puncture. So Enough um, for the paint to come off of Sainz's tire. Yeah, so that kind of put him out, and he had to go into the pit to swap his tire. <laughs> then Sainz kept, uh, kept going, so... But the McLaren team did an amazing job with pitting Norris. Like, I mean, yeah, he dropped down from... What was he in, like, 6th? Or 6th. He was in 6th to 20th. But, like, they did a 6-second stop. I mean, they checked the car. They got his new tires on. Like, they did a really great pit stop to get him back in. Yeah. And then... um... So, the thing about this race is, like, it it seemed like, for the most part, like, Mercedes and Red Bull, like, they were kind of keeping similar types of pace. It didn't seem like there was a huge difference in, in, in their pace and whatnot. So this whole race was really going to come down to, like, tire strategy, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and I was always, and I've been always saying this, I was like, Mercedes, I don't know, I just feel like with I, like with Red Bull anyway, when they run the undercut on Mercedes, it tends to go well. And I always get nervous when Mercedes undercuts Red Bull because 
it seems to work out in their favor. And like, you know, they talk about the undercut being powerful, not powerful. I feel like in most cases, it's pretty useful and powerful. Yeah. You know, and in this case, I don't know, I guess they were on the fence about it. But um, how it ended up happening is Lewis came into pit. And you and I were both sitting there like, Joe, Max needs to come in right now. So Lewis ended up um, coming in and then um, Red Bull reacted and they brought in Verstappen right away. And um, he lost a little bit of time on that. Once he was back out on the track, he had lost a little bit of time to, um, to Lewis. I mean, I agree with everything there you said except for about the pace. I mean, we knew at the beginning that that Mercedes pace was more than Red Bull. I, I feel like that's evidently that clear. I, I guess, think it's yeah, clear I because of right. quality, sprint quality. Yeah, I mean, you're right. But I was like saying during the race, there didn't seem to be a huge, no one was really catching anybody. I think the reason that you feel that way is because of the huge middle of the part before everyone started bumping into the pits, which yeah. is we were behind two safety cars. We were behind a safety car and a virtual safety car. Yeah. And I think another safety car. I think we did three I think three there was another virtual. So what ended up happening was first, Lewis got from 10 to 6 like real fast. Like he went from 10 to 6 and it was like a blink of an eye. And then we had a safety car because Stroll and Sonoda made contact and Stroll just like landed. Or no, sorry, Sonoda's car was just everywhere. There was carbon fiber everywhere. And then there was a virtual safety car because Mick's front front wing. wing was like under his car and he had damage and then he, he had made... a little bit of a collision i believe with an alfa romeo i think it was giovanazzi i want to say it was giovanazzi or or, or raikkonen but he had contact so and, and the front wing was stuck under the car under the car like dragging it and bits were flying off everywhere so it started virtual yeah. and then it went to a safety car so for the first for, for like maybe six to eight laps out of the race we were behind safety cars or we were we were bunched down so yeah. i think you didn't see the pace of the mercedes because we weren't really racing by that time you know verstappen was in front Hamilton had made his way up pretty quickly. Yeah. But then once you had Verstappen, Perez, Valtteri, and then Lewis, they made a switcheroo. Team orders. Mm -hmm. Lewis to Valtteri. Mm -hmm. Right? And that was like kind of interesting. Good move though. Because Lewis was going faster than Valtteri. He was. And, and let's yeah. not like, you know, Lewis was at this point battled back from p10 this guy was tearing up the entire you know it was it was nuts and that's when i figured in my mind that it was only i think i said it like 12 to 15 laps in yeah i said that he's gonna catch max yeah because I, I had some hope but yeah you're absolutely right i had hope but there were a lot of little things that it just sped up the ultimate cat mouse but it was going to happen. Like, I knew it was going to happen. I think most people saw that it was going to happen unless they were a little bit jaded or, like, Cam really wanted it to, ha you know, for Max to win. But there was a couple of things that occurred. So, one, the first undercut that Lewis made, yeah, that was super beneficial. What they should have done is brought Perez in first and Red Bull should have done the undercut. But how Red Bull offset that is they undercut again at, like, lap... 30 I want to say or 40 oh no it was 41 41 is when they 40 or 41 is when they brought Max in so he had like he only needed his tires for 30 laps um, and they brought him in pretty quickly but it, so the undercut wasn't very powerful here it was going to be a two-stop regardless I don't think it could have been a one-stop um, 
The second thing that really helped Mercedes to just lean into winning is Valtteri behind the virtual safety car pitted. Yeah. Gained a huge advantage. Got a little bit of time off that, yeah. I think Christian Horner mentioned it was like only a matter of time, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think those two things helped Mercedes to just kill the game. Yeah. But Mercedes wasn't happy about coming in the second time. Both of them were upset about it. I initially, I mean, initially Lewis was like, Valtteri was just like, are you sure? Like we need to pit right now. And he got pissed. He's like, we just gave up an easy one too. Lewis, uh, and it was interesting because he didn't want to say what the tire strategy was going to be over the radio. They were doing some kind of coded message or something. Yeah. I don't know if it's with the beeps or something like that. But he said they didn't say outright what it was, but they ended up putting hard tires on Lewis. And Lewis was like, nah, man, I wanted mediums. Like, I don't know about this and da, da, da. Looking at everything in hindsight because Lewis ended up winning the whole race. Um, he was like, yeah, the tire strategy was like completely spot on. And he took that back really fast. Yeah. Like maybe two laps into the, the the second portion of the race, he took it back. He was like, no, this is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but it was really interesting to kind of see that all unfold the way it did. Yeah. You can keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I just wanted to see if you needed to go to the bathroom or anything. Um, so it was just really interesting to see a tire strategy the way it was. And like initially, like, and the thing is, is we don't hear all the team radios. Like this is not us like pooping on Mercedes. Like I'm sure everyone is entitled to a little bit of questioning. Um, but Lewis took it back real fast. Like yeah. he really, he was, because the tire degradation was such that with hotter temperatures, you needed the hard tires. Um, out of all of the commotion of video safety cars and or virtual. virtual safety cars and actual safety cars, um, a 10 second penalty was given to Yuki Sonoda for causing a crash or an incident basically. Um, but where we kind of ended up was for a while. And this was like so amazing to watch. I think this was your, one of your favorite moments, but yeah. like Max Perez, Lewis and Lewis on Perez, which was, yeah. Lewis and Perez fighting each other and battling for the position was uh, so dope. Like, it was like Lewis was hunting down Perez and then he got DRS and then passed him. And then Perez, like, back at him, DRS and passes him. And, like, it's just so, it's so great to watch drivers, like, battle Lewis. Because I think a lot of them are just intimidated and they're like, yeah, he's going to pass. Like, I'll just let him pass. And, um... It's just nice to see a driver be like, no, no, I'm going to actually, like, fight for the position a little bit. Even though, like, yeah, like, Lewis is, you know, one of the best drivers out there, period. And will probably pass you. It's just cool to watch him, like, be like, no, fight let's, back. like, let's do it. Let's, like, make this entertaining. Which, you know, Perez did for a little bit. And it made things, like, really nail-biting. And, like, I've seen, like, both of them have battled quite a few times. And it's always been so fun to watch, you know. It's like so nuts. It was amazing. Um, I mean, he depleted his battery and couldn't fight back at one point, but yeah. it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so once he passed Perez, I mean, I knew it was done for. Yeah. After that, he was just like gaining, gaining, gaining. And then, <laughs> you know, at a certain point, he got within DRS range and then. 
Well, I mean, he got within DRS range a couple times with Max. Oh, yes, he did. And Max was a naughty little boy. Naughty. naughty. As they say, I'm a naughty. There really were like naughty. three attempts for Max to be within DRS from Lewis. And Lewis was about... Within, the other way around. Or Lewis was within DRS of Max. Max, yeah. And it was pretty wild because... He one did of, get DRS on him a, a couple, couple times. times. Yeah. Three times, I think. Yep. And... At one point, this was 100% where I love Red Bull, I love Max, I think he's a great driver. So they go through a corner, and you all guys all know what we're talking about. He goes through this turn, and he's on the right side of Max. Both cars go, like, exceedingly wide and pushes, like, Lewis off. Both of them go off the track, Lewis a little more. He goes more on the dirt, and um, Verstappen ends up keeping the position. Now, like, when it was you know shown on like tv and everything with the fia they're like oh you know it was just a racing incident like no no like fine or anything like that necessary no investigation even they just noted that it happened max clearly like okay we know max verstappen this guy knows how to drive a formula one car he pushed him off the track for sure for i'm a red bull fan but, like, I'm not going to bullshit here. He pushed Lewis off the track. Hard. I think it was pretty apparent. It was, but you didn't have all of the uh, video footage at the time. We didn't have the steering footage at the and, time. And everyone online, too, was, like, talking about that. They're like, let's see that steering footage. They're like, it's funny that they're not showing that. Hmm, that's really interesting. Like, da-da-da. Like, sarcastically, obviously. But, like, I guarantee if you see that in, in the cockpit, like, you see that view, you're going to see Max turning. You're going to see him look there. And you're going to see him just bend it back a little more to the right um forcing Verstappen off and like I was telling Bria about this I was like you know he probably knew what the gap kind of was to the next driver and figured like if he does get any kind of like time penalty it'll still drop him into second so he might as well try to just force him off the track and see what happens right so I think that's what he really did and my puppy is in my face Puppy, you are in my face. <laughs> yeah. We're making a little appearance of our other co-host, Mr. Milo. Mr. Milo. And if, he, if he does not want to chill out with us, he can go back on the ground. Um, so. The other thing about this, though, was <laughs> hilarious. Like, Toto Wolf to Michael Massey, Christian Horner to Michael Massey, all about, like, emails and stuff, <laughs> like, last couple races. Uh, hey, dude. Hey. This. Hey, Toto, where's your emails at, though, bro? So funny. Christian and Michael Massey are a vibe. Like Michael, all of them are a vibe, they're man. all a vibe. Anyone with Michael Massey is a vibe. So Massey comes on and is just like, "Well, what are your thoughts, Christian?" He was, and he was just like, "Oh, you know, this is this is for the championship. This is racing. These are racing he's things." He's like, "Let's just let them race." And he was like, "Noted." And he's like, "Thank you for taking note." He's like, "Thank you for receiving it." I know, and it was like so wild to me that. Michael Massey is never loved. Yeah. Michael Massey's never loved. He's trying to go for your mic. That's okay, Bubba. Okay, sit now. Okay, we're never done. But um, I didn't get to hear what he said to Toto because I don't think we heard it. But it was pretty funny, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we could find I'm it I'm sure online. it was very colorful. Yeah. 
I'm sure it was incredibly colorful. No, one of the race engineers, somebody from Mercedes got on board with Michael Massey and he was like, oh, so it's okay to get a lasting advantage from going wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael, I don't remember what I don't Michael think they said. had Toto talk to the FIA. I think the race yeah, engineers I think talked Toto to because Toto was pissed. So ticked off. Yeah. Like, so yeah, ticked off. Yeah. So it was one of those really interesting occasions where, like, Michael's nobody's friend forever. Um... So that's what ended up happening. And then the second issue, the second problem was um, Max was, again, a naughty little boy. I'm surprised he didn't get, like, I'm so shocked he didn't get penalties. Please stop um, calling him a naughty little boy. It's weird. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I don't have a British accent. He was being silly. Um, he weaved to kind of cut yeah. Lewis Hamilton's toe off. And, which sounds really weird, too. <laughs> Hamilton off. was gaining on him, and he was weaving to try to get him so he wouldn't get the slipstream. Yeah. Yeah. He was cutting his toe off. And he got shown, like, the black and white flag, but by that time... As a warning for that. As a warning. By that time, Lewis yeah. had already, like, lunged ahead, gotten him. And the reason we know that the pace was not even in question is by the end of the race, Lewis had 10 seconds on Max. Like, yeah. it was stupid amounts of time. Max was, you know, the, the thing about Max Verstappen is, like, he's a very talented driver, but he is hyper-competitive. And I, th I think he's a good guy. I don't think he has any bad intentions or anything like that. But, yeah, I think he's an incredibly aggressive driver, and he will do whatever he can, to po even if it means slightly bending the rules. I think he's going to do whatever he can to win a race within reason. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I, and, and this is coming from me, is like, I was thinking about this with this incident with Verstappen pushing Lewis wide off the track and the FIA not investing it, investigating it, is where else did we see that happen? Yeah. And it did not turn out the same way. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton pushed Verstappen off the track on Silverstone and, and sent him into the wall. Into the hospital. Right into the hot Through the wall into a hospital, yeah. essentially. Um, so, and that was, you know, arguably that can be put, you know, however you want. You can argue it. You can look at the video footage, whatever it may be. The interesting thing to me is it was like a very similar scenario. And I think, quite honestly, the FIA is a little scared mm. of looking certain ways. Mm. And we've talked about it here on this podcast that yo they seem to have like Favorite a soft spot for mercedes and i'm sure you know this is f1 a lot of people i'm sure say the same thing like old lewis gets you know favored by the fia and this and that people talk about it all the time online um i think the fia was like a little scared to look that way and quite honestly they i, I mean i don't know how it goes it's like maybe they want to be like oh well you know he knocked him out here so let's just let this one slide, the racing incident, whatever. This is an easy one we can get away with. Whereas the Silverstone incident was a little harder for them to get away with. Christian was pissed. Everyone was pissed. It was like... A huge issue. Big thing. So I actually have a couple of thoughts on that. We didn't even talk about this. I'm surprised you brought it up. So um, there's three ways to look at this. Okay, one is the FIA is trying to correct. Okay. Like overcorrect in a way or correct. Yeah, overcompensate. Yeah, by like looking the other way and penalizing Lewis. Yeah. Or they are exactly what everyone's accusing them of being, which is inconsistent. 
I think those are the only two things that it could be because yeah. they, they have been accused of being inconsistent. And I feel like there's this other thing that when you're this close in the championship, you always feel like you're wronged. And I feel like I like Lewis. So like hands down, Lewis killed it today. He literally went from 20th to fir- or from the um, back of the, the, grid, to the, the grid to the front. He grid. earned it. That's it. He, yeah. he killed it. That he, was you, his win. You don't even have to talk about the car. He is the greatest. Bottas obviously doesn't do as well as him. Yeah. He is the greatest of all times. It's crazy. It's stupid. It's what it is. Yeah. And like Lewis deserves a huge amount of respect. He deserves to celebrate. That win is ridiculous. So all of that being said, I do think that he takes criticism poorly or hardship poorly. I think he's so hard on himself. And when it's dished out to him, I sometimes think it's like they're trying to get me down versus I think Verstappen is more just like, I don't think that this is fair, but like screw it, I'm moving on with it kind of mentality. It's because they come from different places, right? Lewis Hamilton is the only black F1 driver and Max probably has not faced that kind of adversity. I get both sides. I'm just saying that when you're in a position of this championship, you're always going to feel like you're wronged. It's why Massey's nobody's friend. But all of that being said, um, even, even Max like take makes a joke out of it, like right with the checkered flag. He was like, oh, you know, please and thank you or tell them hi for me or something like that. Like that was yeah. his, his get back. But... Um, I just think that the F, the FIA is either overcorrecting or they're just inconsistent. And regardless of which one it is, it's not good. Depends. Hey, it depends who you root for. It does, but you like know? it come on because you're gonna piss off one side or the other. You are, but the thing is, is what happened with ha- what happened with Hamilton pushing Max off, which is unequivocal. And I, I'm saying he did it to Lewis today. That should have been a penalty. The thing, like, the thing is, though, in Silverstone. That was more. That was closer to a racing incident than it was just somebody pushing somebody off. Yeah. You know what I mean? This was a little more blatant as he Verstappen was just like, okay. "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take so him." So extrapolate wide. it. Hmm. If this had ended up with Hamilton being in the wall, should there have been a penalty? Yes. But the thing is, is like Silverstone wasn't as it wasn't as blatant. It could be argued that it was just like a racing incident. A racing incident. Whereas here. And we are going to see that footage. The FAA better release that footage of what actually happened in the cockpit of Verstappen. Can they change the, the results now? Can they give like... I don't know. Can they dish I out don't penalties know. after? But it's going to show what happened. You okay. can't... Like you're going to see him where he looks and like looking in the mirror. And then you're going to see what his hands do on the steering yeah. wheel. And you'll know. But it looked like that turn should have been something that Verstappen could have easily handled. No problem. Yeah. And... Um, it we was interesting. I'm, but, I'm looking forward to the footage. But didn't make much of a difference at no. all. You know. It didn't. I mean, it was just heading him off. It was just heading him off for a little yeah. bit of time. So that ended up happening. Lewis ended up catching Verstappen, passing him. And the and rest is history. Out of the race. Like literally yeah. Verstappen. And then it was Bottas. Um, was it Bottas? And then Perez. Yeah. So what ended up happening is Hamilton had the fastest lap. Um, Hamilton, who also won driver of the day, but um, Hamilton had the fastest lap, and what ended up happening was Perez had enough distance between him and Leclerc, I want to say, because it was... Vers- it was he had um, enough of a gap to do a pit stop, to do a pit put stop. on the softs, and try to get the fastest and, lap. And on lap 70, 70 last lap, to be the he last literally lap the took race. the fastest yeah. lap of the race, so he took that point away um, from the championship. You are rushing me. Yeah. Um, and what ended up happening was um, <laughs> Lewis like came through like eight seconds, nine seconds, ten seconds ahead. 
Verstappen, Bottas, Perez, I believe it was Leclerc, Sainz, Yeah, I think Leclerc Ricardo. was behind him, yeah. Oh, no, Ricardo didn't finish. We had two DNFs. Daniel Ricardo, who had a power unit loss, and Stroll, who just continued to, like, spew debris all over the track. So they're like, yeah, bro, you're done. It was wild. I'm so sad that Danny Rick did not get to finish the race. Yeah. But that's That's just... how that went, but... What, what, where did Mazepin end? Mazepin... He didn't end... He never ends last. Did he DNF? Nope, he ended 18th. Oh, wow. No, 17th. Mick was 18th. Oh! Yeah. He finished ahead. Good job, yeah. Mazepin. So Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, Perez, the Cherries, Leclerc, signs, Gasly in 7th all by himself. 8th, 9th was Ocon, Alonso. 10th, last point, Norris. Battle just always outside of the points. Yeah. So this was a crazy race. And then, sorry. What? The last, last little penalty or something Cam was telling me about. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, that's like a whatever. I thought it was it has nothing really to do with the race, but yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Lewis like just unbuckled his seatbelt during the celebration and they find him. 5,000 5, euros. What a for horrible it. weekend for Mercedes. Yeah. Because he was like waving around the like It's nothing to him. You know how much that guy makes. Yeah. It's like pennies for him. So he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm sure, like, I mean, like, who knows? It doesn't really matter. He didn't know it was a, I guess, like, I don't know if he knew he was breaking the rules or whatever, but like, hey, dude, unbuckling your seatbelt or touching another driver's, like, spoiler, you know what I mean? He didn't unbuckle. He just loosened his belt. Yeah, but 5,000 versus 50. You know. Yeah. Well, he has twenty thousand more to pay. You get you get five thousand dollars for undoing your seatbelt in a moving Formula One car with other drivers, but to get out and do that to a spoiler, fifty G's, pay up. If I even like making money, bruh. Yeah, if I made a lot of money. Must a lot be nice. of money. What do yeah. they do with that? I wonder. Goes back. I don't know. Into... Give it to Massey. <laughs> Massey got a bonus of 55,000 yeah, euros this weekend. Plus the 20 grand that Lewis has to pay out before 2022. Yeah. All right. So we're going to be hitting up Qatar. Um, not next weekend, but the weekend after. Um, so we're going to take a... Wait, is it next weekend? <laughs> oh, you're getting love. You're hi, getting puppy sweetie. love. Is it next weekend? Oh, hi there. <laughs> hey there, buddy. So next weekend we're going to Qatar. Um, so four days, literally, we're going to be in Qatar. We're going to Qatar. Yeah. <laughs> and it should be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Three more races to go. We're going to the Middle East pretty much, right? Yes, we are. We're going to the Middle East. Let's see what we got left. Yeah. So we got Qatar, Saudi Arabia, and Abu Dhabi. Milo's excited. Milo's excited. Um, that'll be it for the yeah. season. And then we head over to the 2022 season, right, Milo? With the new car and everything, so. It should be interesting, and the new sad, car. man. I know. We're in the long season. But I mean, it's gonna, soon they're gonna start doing winter testing, and. We're gonna do a know. podcast about that, too, so Yeah, be we'll fun. be back, we'll be back. Well, I mean, that's gonna be so interesting, because we're gonna be seeing what the new cars are like, and yeah, how they perform, and everything like that, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, winter testing is gonna happen, and. Yeah. You know, I think the new the new season will be back before we know it. Yeah. So it's should exciting. be a lot of fun. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube if you want to watch the video version, or if you're listening to this. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, 
You can subscribe to uh, Spotify and watch just or listen to the audio version, I should say, there. And um, we're on Spotify. Follow us on F1 My Life Podcast on Instagram. On Instagram, F1 My Life Podcast. I will try to post like more clips and stuff on there. And, and we'll see you in like five days. Yeah. Or seven days. Have Is a good it? week. Is that it? Yep. Bye. Bye.